sporting news, reviews and previews. This is the Sports Desk. Hello and welcome back to your Friday edition of the Sports Desk. This is Sam back, you, back with you with Jay and James. Um, remotely, of course, because we're in lockdown in Victoria and we were all envious of all the 22,000 fans at Optus Stadium last night um, for kicking off in round seven of the AFL. And it was a big game from Collingwood. They ended up defeating Geelong by 22. Um, boys, first off, what did you think of the game last night? And it was good to see a crowd back. I think it was a great game, personally. I uh, I liked the even though it was low scoring, we didn't we didn't see a goal in the first quarter um, for a good ten minutes um, from Hoskin Elliott's goal to Jordan Clark's goal. Um, but apart from that, it was a good game. Um, a bit of a scare for Collingwood with Guthrie kicking that late goal, putting them uh, ten points behind. But then to go, it just goes bang and kicks two in the space of three minutes. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Geelong was yeah. sloppy, very sloppy. Um, I know it was mm. a wet game, but they just look—they just look rattled. I, I think they weren't expecting Collingwood to come out like that. Um, what about you, Jay? What did you think? Yeah, no, I think Collingwood's pressure is just too good at the moment. And um, Joe Madugui coming back and kicking five goals. That's mm. the sort of form they've been wanting for him all year. And they finally got it from him. So that was good. And fortunately, injuries to Selwood and Jordan Clark for Geelong didn't help their cause either. Went two down the bench pretty early. So, um, yeah, Collingwood's second now. So they're looking real good. Uh, with that percentage as well, it's a really good percentage, 144, um, and two points behind Port. So, good on them. Yeah, definitely going to be a big contender. And there was, was was some highlights from the crowd last night. It was good to see a crowd in, um, first of all, the guy with the beer, had the beer on the chair. Was it next to him or in front of him? Um, I was in front of him. In front I was of on him. the seat in front of him. And the, the ball hit it and splash, up we go, soaked with beer. Um, we love to see it. In the rain, but the crowd still had a fun time. Um, we were saying just before, um, I'd rather be soaked in beer and rain than sitting at home watching it on the TV. I'd just love to be. I'd love to be queuing up for 40 minutes yeah. to uh, go to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. It's just the little things. And of course, well, there's no other way to say it the, the dick that ran onto the field at the. Uh, close to the, it was like the final two minutes of the game, so a tense moment, mm. and a guy's broken um, the restrictions and run onto the ground. Uh, not only has he, which isn't like a quarantine zone, isn't it? Yeah, like the yeah. field's considered a quarantine zone. Um, so a big whopping fifty grand fine and two weeks in now in self isolation. So good luck to that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Unlucky. Too much time on the the beers. A bit overexcited with the game. Yep. Um, but we move on. Um, plenty. I think of- I, I, I think we're all happy for you know him to take that fourteen day quarantine for our two minutes of entertainment. <laughs> you know what that is? That's the definition of taking one for the boys. Yeah. <laughs> the definition of taking one for the boys. Well, big news today as well as that. So we'll talk more AFL later. But uh, in the news today, well, it's been over the news the past week. Brisbane Raw, as the return of the A-League kicks off tonight at 7.30 with uh, Sydney FC and Wellington Phoenix. Brisbane Raw have appointed a new foundation uh, 
uh, foundation player Warren Moon as their new head coach. Robbie Fowler out and uh, Warren Moon in as the new head coach. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how they fair um, with the new coach interesting I think the whole thing was they couldn't get him back and they needed to restart the season then he couldn't coach via Zoom so <laughs> <laughs> so have you seen those um, those robots that like are on wheels and they've got like that um, tablet as the face and they get like wheeled around the whole yeah. like <laughs> ride <that>. just, <laughs> Robbie Fellas <laughs> coaching he's just screaming from his own home <laughs> That Get the ball! That- <laughs> Jamie, distribute the ball better! And you just hear it and the microphone's muffled so like you can't even hear him. I mean, the only positive out of that, probably the, if everyone would watch it, that would that, be mm. interesting to see. You'd get some eyeballs on the A-League with that. It'd be classic, yeah. Um, also in the news with that, uh, uh, there's a few new rules as the games return. So they're now allowing up to five substitutes per match. And uh, tempor- temporarily suspending the use of the VAR, which is very interesting. So apparently they're still going to have it for the finals, but they're ruling it out for now, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I mean, if they're going to cut it out, why not cut it out all the way through and or vice versa? Why can't they still have it if they're going to have it in the finals? I, d- I don't really... Is that to cut costs or... Who knows? I'm honestly not sure. Very interesting with that. Uh, as we move through, um, might just get a few of the cricket news that's around. Yeah, there's not there's not too much going around, but there is a little bit going around. Um, obviously, we've got the Test series um, against the West Indies uh, in England that's going on. Um, England have been getting rolled in it; they haven't been doing too well. Um, if I just bring up. Day one was last night um, at Stumps, England, a three for 207. Uh, Dom Sibley uh, is not out on 86 and Ben Stokes is not out on 59. Um, one thing that I've found interesting with this England squad is the uh, two, openers got, two openers have got the strangest batting technique that I've ever seen. Facing up to the ball and like with one, with, with their back foot, in position, but their front foot kind of facing out, so they're opening themselves up. But as soon as the ball's bowled, they close themselves up to protect the stumps. And I don't understand why they do it, because it's not a good technique. And even though Sibley is on 86, it's not a good. It's it, it's just not a good batting technique to have. Um, Zach Crawley go out for a golden duck as well. I think he's one of the other guys who's got a bit of a strange technique. Um, but yeah, it's I was I was a bit perplexed as to why these guys have such weird techniques. And Jay, you mentioned uh, the BBL have got their fixture out, so they may be in some sort of hub situation as well. Uh, they've not announced anything like that oh, yet. Right, they've okay. still got games like scheduled at the MCG and Marvel, so yeah. it kicks off on the third of December with the Strikers and the Renegades. And then they're saying they they haven't got a date for the finals, obviously. They've only sort of got um, the regular season fixture in. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, it depends from now to December what happens in Victoria. But, yeah, at this stage, they've planned on having it. 
Okay, so we continue with the fixture of round seven. Collingwood defeating Geelong last night. But we move on to tonight's game. It's the Essendon Bombers taking on the Western Bulldogs at 7.50 at Metricon Stadium. Um, I will take Essendon. I think their form's been really good. Western Bulldogs got dismantled by the Blues last week. Um, Essendon have just been showing form. I like the way they're playing. As a a Carlton fan, it pains me to say it, but uh, that's just how they're going. And the Bulldogs, I'm not sure. They've uh, had a massive game against uh, the Dogs in weeks prior. Um, But we'll see who's the the realists and who are the pretenders so um i think essendon for me what about you james i mean it'd be rude not to go with essendon <laughs> they're uh extremely good and we're in the top four which is uh what you really love to see <laughs> but for how long i'm just being very like i'm very i'm being very like you know quiet about it because as soon as something happens and i've been too you know how do you say it? Too confident in the way that we're playing. Um, I get egg on my face and it's just not good. So well, you have I'm been say, yeah, a bit good. overzealous. If you've missed it, um, we've been live streaming on Thursday nights pre-game on the Sports Desk Facebook page from 7pm. So you can catch that every week. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, James has definitely been boasting about the Bombers. Uh, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to boast again okay? because there's no point not boasting. The Dons are bloody good this year. We are just everything is just clicking. Everything is oh, just clicking with I the so Dons. Hope it unclicks. <laughs> you know what? If it unclicks, so be it. Ned Cahill <laughs> makes his debut tonight. Mason Redmond's black in, back in, even though Dylan Shields out. It doesn't matter because we played last week. We bet North Melbourne with Dylan Shield being tagged with only nine disposals for the whole game. Like, we are a force to be reckoned with. Ned Cahill is going to absolutely run rampants tonight. So is Redmond. So is McGrath again. McGrath's going to get 25 disposals again. Um, chuck him in the middle. Keep him out of the back line because he doesn't deserve to uh, be in the back line. He's starting in the center uh, tonight. Just oh, good on him. Good on the Dons. Up the Dons. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? After all that, I think as much as I've tipped Essendon, I think I, <laughs> I, oh, I hope the dogs turn around. I'm not changing my tip, but I just hope I'm wrong. Oh, if it is, I'll be very, I'll be very upset. <laughs> we in Essendon hasn't hasn't actually won it to uh, against um, uh, the Bulldogs really in their last five encounters. Interesting. We haven't beat them for about four years. Really? Okay. Yeah. This may be your uh, what? What do they say? The uh, boogie team. <laughs> boogie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the bogey. boogie team. Not boogie. <laughs> boogie team. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're our um. Yeah. They're our boogie team. What about you, Joe? No, they can't pass Essendon on this one. Thank you. I'll get done, boys. Appreciate it. Okay, <laughs> moving on to Saturday. Um, GWS Giants take on the Brisbane Lions at 1.45pm at Giants Stadium. Uh, well, Giants Stadium playing at home. Brisbane Lions have had pretty good form up until last weekend against Geelong, um, who've got showed up last night. So it's a whole bag of results at the minute. Um, Giants are doing all right, but I I still think Brisbane are a big side to be reckoned with this year. 
um, and they're not going to get done very easily. So if they do get done, it's going to be very close, but I'm going to edge towards the Lions. Mm. I'll, mm, yeah, I've got to go Lions here. Yeah, Lions to bounce back and get going again. <laughs> okay, next game. Uh, the Sydney Swans take on the Gold Coast Suns 4.35pm uh, at the SCG. Now, we went through this last night, but I can't remember who I picked mm-hmm. last night. Can you remember? I mean, it's pretty obvious who's going to win this game. Um the Suns are going to win this. I'm pretty sure you tipped the Suns. Yeah, and now it's coming back to me. Yeah, I think I went with the Suns. Uh, Isaac Rankin in his first ever game last week. What a start. Yep. Three goals in their first debut match. Uh, insane. Uh, Sydney are going to come crawling back, but I don't think it's this. The Suns are a young side to be reckoned with. They're, they're, I don't know if they'll necessarily be up there in the make the finals this year. I think that it's still too early for them. They're such a young side. But they mm-hmm. will finish on the top half of the bottom half, if that's something. Um, Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to take the the the, the Suns. Yeah. Yep. Suns. Alrighty. Um, next to the Richmond Tigers take on North Melbourne at 7:40 at Metricon Stadium. Jay, you're a Tigers man. Uh, I t- I don't think they're roaring at the minute, to be honest. A uh, lot of injuries out, um, and probably one of the worst performances from Dusty that we've seen yet. Uh, I mean, he's a really good player, but that wasn't up to scratch last week, and probably one of the most ugliest games we've had all season. Ugly in the way that it just wasn't very good to watch. Not that there are any many brawls or anything, but it was just it's just a terrible game. There's no other way of putting it. Um, not exciting at all. Uh, I think North Melbourne are eager to get a, a return win. They've been pretty down in the dumps the last couple of weeks, um, and I think this will be an upset and North will win. Oh, he's, he's not a fan of the Tig, man. He doesn't like the Tigs, but again, I'm, I'm going to back you, Jay. <laughs> I've got to back you, Jay. Someone's got to be on your side here. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Tigs here. Yeah. No, we'll be fine, mate. We love the Gold Coast. Okay. Not much analysis on that. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, the, the game was bad last week. I'm not going to paint a picture around it. It okay. was terrible. But um, that's something they can improve on, and they will improve on. And I'm sure Dimmer will not like that again. Yep. Okay. Uh, moving on to Sunday, kicking off at 1.05 p.m. A big game. It's the Carlton Blues uh, taking on Port Adelaide at the Gabba. Port Adelaide sitting on top. Blues after a big 51-point win. Is it 51 or 2? Oh, close enough. It's still a good win. Um, <laughs> over the dogs. Talk about being overzealous, James. Um, I'm pretty much in that's the seat for the Blues. Yeah, yeah, you um, can't talk. <laughs> um, it's going to be a real, real big test for us um, uh, in what's been a crazy season. If we can pull this off, uh, we are storming and we're going to be finishing in the eight. I reckon if we beat them, we uh, planted ourselves in the eight this season. Um, but it's going to be hard to split up um, Port Adelaide. They've Charlie Dixon, big man for them up forward. Um, they are 
a force to be reckoned with, Port Adelaide. Um, so if we can knock them off. Apart from their stumble with Brisbane, um, uh, it's going to be very tight, very tight. But I think the Blues are going to shock everyone and say that we're not pretenders, we're here. <laughs> this could bite me, but well, there we go. Going hard. I'm going hard. <laughs> Sorry to uh, burst your bubble. Yeah, there, mate. He's gonna burst uh, my reality bubble. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, Paul's gonna win this. Sorry, mate. Okay. Charles <laughs> is gonna kick four. <laughs> Charles. What'd you say, Jay? Charles is gonna kick four. Okay. You're gonna take them. Oh, oh, Alright. Interesting. Up to the Coleman. Um, next to Hawthorne versus Melbourne at. Uh, 3.35 on Sunday at Giant Stadium. Hawthorne, um, speaking of terrible performances, um, yeah, that was really bad. Their defensive game style, I briefly touched on this on the the live stream show last night. Uh, it just doesn't suit this game format at the minute, this style of play. Um, so I think, well, telling Clarko, I feel I feel weird telling Clarko he needs to change it up a bit. But um, <laughs> I mean, it's worked for a while, but it's not working at the minute. And uh, Hawthorne need to do something. I know they're a good win over the North, but uh, they didn't really show up against Collingwood. So no, um, Melbourne being up and down, but I'm going to take Melbourne in for this. Yeah, Demon's going to win. The Demons, yeah. The Demon. Demon. Melbourne <laughs> Demons. And next to another big game this round, the Western Derby, as they say. Fremantle take on the West Coast Eagles at Optus Stadium at 6.35 on Sunday. Um, Going to be a big game. I, th- I reckon um, Fremantle catching their first win against St Kilda in upset last weekend um, will kickstart them for a big return uh, home to face uh, an old enemy, the West Coast Eagles, a rival. Uh, so I think it'll be pretty close. It'll be an exciting game. Uh, but I'm gonna, just going to take the Eagles to edge that one off. No. No? Oh. Uh, nah, fine. You know what? Mm. This, this is like a... Mm, uh, I think I... You know what? I'm sticking with my guns. Freo's going to win this. <laughs> nah, I think they'll struggle with about five. Okay. The Eagles. All right. Just wait to be proved wrong, boys. <laughs> Well, I guess. And then to close out the round on Monday before we enter this footy incoming festival where we're going to have a load of games in a row, uh, it'll be Adelaide uh, taking on St Kilda at 7.40 at uh, the Adelaide Oval. Um, Adelaide still without a win. Um, I mean, maybe this is a chance on their home soil, but I just just don't think it. They're in big trouble this, this year, and St Kilda... Uh, although they got shown up by Fremantle last week, uh, I still think they're a good side and uh, Adelaide will not get a win this weekend. It'll be St Kilda. To be yeah. honest, they're not going anywhere, so, so mm. St Kilda for me. Jesus, that that's um, that's crazy. I'm going to go, yeah, St Kilda for me. Sorry, but Adelaide are just not good. Yeah. Okay. Um well, we'll move on to the world of the round ball game with the Premier League. Uh, Everton drew with Aston Villa. Leicester City defeated, defeated Sheffield United 2-0. Uh, 
Uh, Southampton drew, drew with Brighton 1-1. Crystal Palace were defeated by Man United 2-0. Um, and on the weekend tonight, well, Saturday morning at 5am, it's West Ham taking on Watford, the battle of the bottom almost. Uh, and on Sunday, we've got Norwich and Burnley, 2.30am. Bournemouth versus Southampton, 11pm Sunday night. Monday morning, it's Tottenham and Leicester City at 1am. And three games on Tuesday, Sheffield and Everton, Wolves and Crystal Palace, and Brighton and Newcastle. And you cannot forget the FA, the FA Cup uh, semi-finals are being played on Sunday morning and Monday morning. Oh, really? Okay, well, thank you. For so Arsenal's playing at Man City at uh, quarter to five on Sunday morning, and United play Chelsea at 3 a.m. on Monday morning. Very exciting. Okay, well, I look forward to that. Uh, thoughts on the... Last couple of games that we've seen, um, Aston Villa dr- almost had the win, uh, but a late header secured by oh, who was it? Um, Walcott. Um, yeah, Walcott. In the last couple oh, of minutes, God. has crushed their dreams. In the eighty-seventh minute. That could be yep. a the telling moment where I mean they've had a lot of moments over this season where they've kind of bottled it. Um, it's worrying. It's worrying for um, those those two teams because uh, Watford and West Ham both have a game in hand. Funnily enough, they're both playing each other next. Yeah. So it's so that's a massive game mm. because if Bournemouth or Villa get up, then they could quite easily, you know, um, jump them, and one of them could be down. So Norwich at the minute's the lowest on 21. They are already out. It's 19th place, 31 points. Aston Villa, Bournemouth, 31 points in 18th place. Watford on 34 points, 17th. West Ham on 34, a 16th. And Brighton just ahead on 37th. I think Brighton are pretty safe. But, yeah, just really down to them. It's watching Watford, West Ham, Bournemouth and Villa over their results. Um, but... <laughs> It's panic stations for Villa. It's a very scary time if you're a Villa fan. Um, God, I hope West Ham go down. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> so, and and they were one of the teams to spend probably the most money on transfers this season. There was a, a stat I saw mm. a few weeks ago. So that's terrible financial thing if you spend that money and you don't stay up, and then the players decide to leave. It's not good. Well, Arsenal had a very good result overnight with Leicester winning against Sheffield, which kind of opens up um, the placings there. Arsenal sits two points behind um, Tottenham and three points behind Wolves. Yep. So, and we're up on we're up on goal difference. No, we're not. So that mm, interesting. Big big couple of games for Arsenal, seeing their yep. European hopes crumble. Yep. Oh, and also big news in the week. I don't think I mentioned it yet. Uh, Man City won their court case. So free of all charges, can play in the mm. Champions League. Um, mm-hmm. Proven not guilty. This you is, can't argue this with is, the uh, This is something to be discussed at another stage. Oh, really? Corruption involved in this. Oh, yeah, a bit of corruption. <laughs> not going to lie. 
Money, money, money. Yeah, so there, there's something dodgy going on there. Uh, that, that's but, some um, false accusations there. You, you got evidence to you, Look at this, Man City fan. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just talking legal terms. I don't want to get out of podcast. Stamping down, stamping <laughs> down the rumours. Uh, false, false. I don't know. It's, it'll be no, nah, like it's it's obviously been proven they're not guilty, but you yeah. know there's certainly speculation going around in the air. Um, speculation, speculation. It's just all words, you know. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> but very exciting. Uh, they're coming up in August, those games. Uh, City have the first leg over Real Madrid. So we That'd can go ahead game. and win it this year. And then also the next couple of years to play in it as well. Very quickly. Yep. Um, Kevin seen Leeds, Leeds United are ah. only one point away from promotion. You bet me to it. I had that um, written down. Well, Oh, awesome. Yes. So technically they've only got to get one point um, They're because... Five points clear of West Brom and six ahead of yes. Brentford with two games to go. So if they win this weekend, um, pretty sure they're secluded in. Not sure about even, West even, Brom. Even if they get a draw. Oh, okay. Yeah, even, like they're only one point away from it. Well, that's good. Uh, big famous club in England to come back here in... I don't know how it's many It's been a years. while. Yeah. Um, it's been a while. They've been put through a lot of stuff, but I'm looking. I'm looking at Brentford as the um, as a bit of a hot commodity. They've got uh, Stoke City in the next game. Yep. Um, tomorrow at nine thirty p.m. So that's perfect time to watch your uh, some football. So and then uh, they play. Mm, I'm just trying to look. I might have skipped past. Brentford played Barnsley in their last game. Okay. Well, so, so they're sitting pretty 87 points for Leeds. West Brom, 82. Brentford, 81. And then uh, further down is Fulham, Nottingham, Cardiff City and Millwall. But uh, I think it's the top three to six. Is that correct? They do a play? Three to six, yes. So I'm very yeah, excited Yeah, so it's three that. v six and four v five. Fantastic. Okay, so potentially if it stays the same now, Brentford could be playing Not- Nottingham Forest and Fulham in Cardiff. Uh, Fulham- and Cardiff City. I'd like to see Nottingham Forest. I've got a soft spot for them. Same here. Family connection with that team. So that would be cool if they come up. They're the only team apart from Brentford um, who, uh, what do you call it, who will, um, has, haven't been in the Prem for a while. Even though Leeds, like what I'm saying is like promotional spots. So we obviously know Leeds are going up, like without a doubt. It's just about whether they're winning the league. Um, because I highly doubt they're going to bottle this. So plenty of football coming up, including the A-League, which we're going to head to now. Okay, kicking off tonight, uh, as mentioned earlier, it's Sydney FC v Wellington Phoenix at Nostrata Jubilee Stadium, 7.30. 126 days later, the A-League returns. It's very exciting. Um... Uh, and as I was saying pre-show, um, talking into form, as we've seen with the footy, uh, round one compared to the return a couple months later was completely different in form. So I'm not sure what we're expecting to see. Uh, Sydney are only... If they win this, do they become... Um, what do they call it? Um, winners of the table? Minor uh, winners? Is that what it's called? We've got, Minor Minor we've, got, we've got five games to go. And they're only eight points behind City. So mathematically, no. You mean ahead of City? So um, City, City could still win the plate 
if they drop, if they don't, if they don't win the next three games, and City win the next three games. Okay. Interesting. Um, so yep. it will be interesting to see how the the ter- uh, the teams have uh, fared over the break. Um, it's just going to be the trial of the fittest, who's trained well over the break mm. and managed the best with moving around. Uh, unfortunately, this weekend, because the teams went up late, the Melbourne teams do not have a game to next week, so we only get to see a few selections this week. So tomorrow we've got Perth Glory and Central Coast Mariners at Central Coast Stadium at 5pm. We've then got Brisbane Raw v Adelaide United at Seabus Super Stadium at 7.30. Uh, that's on Sundays, actually. Uh, and then Tuesday and Wednesday, it's Sydney FC uh, v Newcastle United and Perth Glory and Wellington Phoenix. So um, two quick games for those either side. So the teams are going to be ready to back up pretty much straight away and ready to be get right in this with only a few rounds to go. How many rounds is it? Because um, we had, yes, yeah, so Melbourne's got three games to play. Everyone plays 26 games. Um, so Sydney have... Six left to play, so do Wellington. Brisbane have four. Perth have got six, and so do Western United. Because um, I think City had a couple games like during the week in that summer period in January. Yep. Um, so they're three games ahead, uh, which works out well for the 14-day quarantine. Uh, so they get a chill for another 15 days before they play their game against Sydney. Right. Okay. Well, good chance to prepare will be a big game when that comes around. Um, well, excited that the A-League's back, finally. Um, and excited we've pretty much got, if not all, this, apart from NBA, uh, maybe a bit of cricket. Pretty much everything is back. Well, close to. Yeah, pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's good um, to see, entertain us, as the Victorians especially. As far as tipping on the A-League, I've got no idea who's going to pop up. It could be completely random. Um, which The Phoenix are going to win the league. Watch it happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, as far as the table goes, is it um, the top five pretty close? Or is there a big... Um, well, there's eight points between first and second, four between second and third, one, yeah, okay. So between three and six, there's nine points. Um, Brisbane are separated by one point to Wellington, and then there's four between Brisbane and Perth, and uh, four between West United and Glory. So, and uh, Adelaide United and West United are tied on points, um, but goal difference is a thing as well. So, if we're looking at this, um, Six down to around ninth. So if Newcastle have a good bit of um, good piece of football play being played in the next couple of games, they could uh, jump the n- next three teams and get into the six. But I don't know if that'll happen. West United should get the job done for this season and finish in the top six. Well, we look forward to that and all the sport. We'll be back next Friday at 9am on Sin around Australia on DAB Plus uh, online and, of course, 90.7 FM if you're in Melbourne. And, of course, you can catch our AFL pregame live show, um, which will be Thursday nights on the Sports Desk Facebook page. And as thinking about it, once we get into A-League finals, it'd be fun to do uh, the same sort of thing for the A-League games if we would, would like to. Yep, 100%. Get things going uh, to that. Um, so, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Enjoy the footy tonight. 
uh, and the weekend. Go the bombers. Sport. Uh, Go the bombers. Keep up. Go the bombers. <laughs> Go the bombers. I'm not going to stop saying it. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. He's jinxed. Acknowledge it. Can't wait for Go the bombers. Go the bombers. Go the blues. Come on. We'll catch you then. Thanks, everyone.